Welcome to the Treasured Wellness Podcast, where we talk about all things health and where nothing is off limits. You will uncover what may be holding you back so that you can break those chains, get to the root cause, and walk into freedom with confidence, the way God intended for you to live. Hi, I'm Michelle McCoy, functional health coach and holistic lifestyle advocate. Ladies, together we are going to dig deep into real life so that you are educated and equipped to create the whole health you desire without the overwhelm. Now more than ever is the time for breakthrough, action, and restoration. It's time to get intentional and reclaim your health. If you're ready for mind, body, and soul clarity, then let's get to it. Hey there, happy Tuesday to my beautiful listeners. Question for you, what do you have in your hand right now? If you said a cup of coffee or an iced coffee, then I don't blame you at all. If you are a coffee lover, I get it. I totally, totally get it. As a matter of fact, I have a mug of coffee right next to me while I'm recording. But I'm gonna go into a little more about what I'm drinking what kind of coffee I'm drinking later. But don't we just love that fresh, invigorating smell of a fresh pot of coffee brewing? I mean, if you are a coffee drinker, then that is a beautiful and sometimes badly needed smell, isn't it? I mean, like, sometimes you just feel like you need that coffee to really get you going. Well, on today's show, we are going to address two main questions that I get asked quite often. Number one, is coffee really bad for me? And number two, do I really need to reduce my caffeine intake? So we are going to talk about those two questions and I'm going to show you how you can enjoy your favorite caffeine beverage without feeling restricted. I'm not taking it away. I'm not telling you you can't have coffee. I just want to maybe help you to cut down a little bit or give you some insight into how you might be feeling with your coffee. But listen, you don't have to try and make changes on your own. If it becomes very overwhelming, whatever it is you're needing help with, I've got you, I've got your back, and I can help you get clarity on what your particular body needs. Because remember, we are all created differently. Diets don't work, there's no one size fits all. So if you want to get clear, if you want to grab an unstuck session with me, you can click the link below in the show notes or if you know that you want to go a little deeper, we can do a complete food and lifestyle review. That link will be in the show notes as well. All right, let's talk about coffee. So according to the National Coffee Association, more than 50% of all adults in America drink coffee every single day. Now, coffee can make you feel more alert. It can make you feel more motivated, maybe productive. But for some people, it can have actually the opposite reaction or the opposite effect. It can leave you feeling jittery, anxious, um, having a hard time concentrating and focusing. So again, it's very individual. You have to understand your body. You have to understand what your body likes, how your body responds to what you're putting in it. So let's talk about the health benefits of coffee. Coffee has antioxidants in it that do help with longevity. There have been studies done and it does seem like those people that have had a daily 
cup or two of coffee for the length of their lifetime, they did have a longer life with fewer health problems. So that's really a great win for coffee. It helps with neuro support. It helps to protect against cancer. It helps your heart. It increases your energy. It helps to support your performance, especially if, if you are a person that loves to work out. It increases your concentration and it helps with depression. I mean, there are some really good benefits to drinking coffee. But to answer the question, is coffee really bad for me? Well, then I have to explain organic versus non-organic because there really is a difference. And there really is a reason why you would want to pay the upcharge in organic coffee. According to the EWG.org, the Environmental Working Group, I've talked about this page many, many times. I have found that it is the best resource for you to plug in your products, your skincare, your food that you're eating, your, your makeup, whatever, and get a good understanding of the pesticide load that is in what you're using. So ewg.org, coffee is one of the highest sprayed and pesticide laden foods out there, really. And if you get the flavored coffee, like French vanilla or hazelnut or something like that, it gets even worse because flavored coffee is notoriously cheap coffee beans or beans that have even gotten old, so that's even grosser, with a cheap flavoring sprayed on top of them to cover up the cheap beans. So it's a lot of cheapness going on and it's a lot of extra chemicals being sprayed onto those cheap beans. So I'm thinking, no, no thank you, I do not wanna do that. And I used to love all the flavored coffees, but we don't know what we don't know. So. Once you do know, you can do better. So it's really always best to get plain coffee and then you can flavor it before or after brewing. So I love to flavor it before I brew. I like to put cinnamon or turmeric or even pumpkin pie spice when it's winter or fall. I sprinkle that over top of the grounds and if I really want that strong flavor, I'll put it in the basket before I put my coffee grounds in. And it just seems to really have a beautiful flavor all throughout the coffee. So those are some options for you. And then you've got the stevia-based flavor drops that you can put in your cup of coffee after it's done brewing. So it really is better just to get plain coffee and flavor it how you like it. So essentially, no. Coffee isn't really bad for you, but bad coffee is. So you really wanna be looking for organic coffee that has been sustainably sourced, organically grown, fair trade. Fair trade just simply means that it's a coffee business that is devoted to the environment, to taking care of the environment, but not only the environment, to the individual, the farmers, the people working in the coffee fields, and the community and it just they just want to be sure that it is a safe environment for everybody all the way down the line to the coffee drinker. So some types of coffee to be looking for to purchase are unflavored, fair trade, organic, sustainably sourced coffee. Guys, it really is worth the extra money, I promise you. You are going to taste the difference. Like you are seriously going to taste a better cup of coffee and your body will appreciate it. 
Here's the thing, you either pay now in your grocery bill or you pay later in medications and doctor visits. How much money are you putting towards your medications? How much money are you putting towards doctor visits? We saw the same thing in our own lives. My husband was able to get off of his allergy medications. He was able to get off of his CPAP machine. Did our grocery bill go higher? Yes, it did, but guess what? His medication went down. His doctor visits went down. So really, it was kind of a wash and we were feeling better too, so totally worth it. So the next question, do I really need to reduce my caffeine intake? Well, this greatly depends on your own personal health. So remember when I shared my story with adrenal fatigue, I was still drinking coffee and it was destroying my adrenals. That caffeine hit, even though it was organic coffee, it was too much caffeine for my adrenals. So I had to cut the caffeine completely, but I didn't do it overnight. I weaned myself off of it so that I wouldn't have that horrible caffeine headache. Even though I only had one or two cups of coffee a day, I still did not want to have that caffeine headache. I started doing half-calf, half-caffeinated, half-decaffeinated coffee, and then I was able to go down to three quarters and a quarter until I was completely decaffeinated coffee. Once I got to the decaf stage for a few days, then I stopped it altogether because you are getting a smidge of caffeine in decaf coffee and I was really suffering. So I weaned myself all the way off of caffeine completely. After I went from decaf coffee, then I went to green tea only because there's a little bit of caffeine in that and then I did that for a few days and then I went to just strictly herbal tea. And I had to do that for a few months. Then when I started feeling better, I was able to bring coffee back in, but it was predominantly in the decaffeinated version. And I can tell you even now, we drink half-calf now. So we have either three quarters and a quarter or depending on what my husband's wanting, a half-half, half and half. So we're completely fine with that. As a matter of fact, we both feel so much better. He even feels better not having so much caffeine. We generally do the three quarters decaf, a quarter of calf. That's generally what we do because that's where we have found, it's kind of like our sweet spot. That's where we find that we feel the best. Now, there are some downsides to coffee. Coffee can be addictive. Coffee can be hard on your gut. Coffee can give you jitters and it can increase your anxiety. If you are an anxious person, if you struggle with depression, if you struggle with anxiety, it, it could very well make those symptoms so much worse. So really, sometimes you do have to make that decision to avoid or to change up your caffeine for the betterment of your health. And if you are noticing any symptoms that the coffee, the caffeine is bothering you, it is a really good idea to go on a caffeine detox. Just give your body a break. Now let's talk about decaffeinated coffee. There is a doctor that I read an article one time and I wish I could remember his name, but I can't. But he said in this article that it is, it is actually better for a person to drink a cup of fully caffeinated coffee than to have a cup of conventionally decaffeinated coffee simply because of the pesticides and the chemicals alone. That was huge to me. I read that when I was in the middle of my adrenal fatigue flare and I was like, what? Because I knew what caffeine was doing to my heart. I knew what caffeine was doing to my adrenals. But then it began to make sense to me because 
How many people are reacting to the chemicals and the pesticides more than the caffeine? It's really something to think about. Now, if you are going to get decaffeinated coffee, the preferred method is Swiss water processed. It's just a type of extracting the caffeine that is used in Switzerland. And it is the best way because like I said, other decaffeinated methods use those chemicals to strip the beans of the caffeine. So Swiss water processed decaffeinated coffee is the best. Here's another option. Now this option is more expensive for sure. It is definitely more expensive. It's kind of like a luxury and it's not something I drink every day, but I do really love it. It's for Sigmatic coffee and it's a blend of half organic coffee from sustainably sourced beans and half of a reishi mushroom blend or a lion's mane mushroom blend or it's just got the mushroom blend in it. Well, why do you want mushroom coffee? Well, because it's really, really great for your brain. It's really good and full of antioxidants. So you're getting more antioxidants when you're blending it with the antioxidants in the coffee, but you're also getting the, the brain support. So if you really struggle with fatigue, this is a good option for you. If you struggle with brain fog, this is a good option for you because regular coffee, you're going to have that little lift and then that crash. Well, this is more even tempered because of all the adaptogenic herbs that are in this coffee. Also very, very good for your adrenals. So if you do not have severe adrenal fatigue, you're just going through some maybe stage one or stage two adrenal fatigue. And I talk about adrenal fatigue on an earlier episode where I share my story and share information about it. So go back and listen to that. But if you are not having severe adrenal fatigue, it's okay to have a little bit of the caffeine. And this is a great way to do it because you're blending it with a adaptogenic mushroom blend. So it's really good. It gives you that great energy boost without any crash later or any jitters. You're not going to get any jitters. So when I started buying Four Sigmatic coffee, I just really loved that I'm getting really good flavor. It is so smooth and it tastes so good, but I'm also getting those adaptogens that my body really needs, especially with my adrenal fatigue and my autoimmune issues. So that is a really good option. Now, once again, I told you it's not that cheap. They run specials a lot, but um, yeah, it's kind of a treat for me, to be honest. Now, another coffee alternative. So these are two options that have no caffeine in them. There's no coffee, but it gives you like a natural energy boost using chicory root. So the two brands are Ticino or Dandy Blend. They're chicory root herbal coffees coffee is in quotes that are completely organic, no caffeine, no coffee, and they do have some prebiotics. So that's a really great option if you're trying to cut out your caffeine completely, but you still want that rich feel. Okay, so hopefully that answers those two questions. Is coffee really bad for me? And do I really need to reduce my caffeine intake? Now, let me quickly run through how you can enjoy your favorite caffeine beverage without feeling restricted. Okay, number one, you should know if you have listened to me what I'm gonna say. Drink a full glass of water before that first sip of coffee. 
you are dehydrated from sleeping all night. So you really want to drink a full glass of water before your coffee. Add in some fresh lemon if you want. That's a great way to detox and give yourself a little electrolyte boost as well. But having that glass of water will hydrate you and then you can enjoy your cup of coffee and you don't have to feel like you can't have it at all. But you're just adding in something instead of taking something away. Number two, cut down on your amount of coffee. I mean, that's simple enough, right? It's a habit that you need to change. So if you always use your largest tumbler, your largest coffee travel mug, scale it down, go down a size. If it's a 32 ounce, go to a 20 ounce. If it's a 20 ounce, go to a 16. You're still going to get your coffee, but you're going to get it in a smaller amount. So it's a simple little switch that's going to help your body out. Number three, make your coffee from home. Cut way down on the amount of coffee you buy out. I mean, your wallet will thank you. (laughs) And you'll actually feel better about putting that money towards healthier coffee options at the grocery store and that your body's going to respond to those healthier options. Your body's going to respond to the organic coffee and notice the difference. And then number four, switch to a green tea in the afternoon instead of another cup of coffee. That used to be my thing. I would start the afternoon coffee habit. Oh my gosh, I was totally destroying my adrenals every time I did that because I did it for so long because it had truly become a habit. So switching to green tea gives you less caffeine, but it still is going to give you the antioxidants and those good brain benefits. And if you are ready for those caffeine-free options in the afternoon, peppermint is a great option. Reishi mushroom herbal tea is a wonderful option. They generally mix it with orange or some type of citrus. Trust me, it does not taste like mushrooms. But it's so good for that mind boost. And again, you're getting those antioxidants. So what am I drinking right now? I am actually drinking the Ticino Chicory Root Herbal Coffee and it's delicious and I love it. So that's what I'm currently having. So you can check that out if you want to. I have heard that it tastes better than Dandy Blend. I have not purchased Dandy Blend yet. That is more expensive I found and so I am using the Ticino brand and so far so good, I really like it. Okay, so now my final thoughts on coffee. Here's the thing. You don't want anything that you eat or drink to control you. You are in control of your body. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. See, you want to break the habit of needing your caffeine fix. This is very important. You do not want to be reliant on it. Now it's okay to enjoy the taste, the mouth feel, the feel of the mug in your hand. I understand all of that. But if it's a, I'm stumbling to the coffee pot kind of life, then guess what? That coffee is controlling you. Which, don't hate me for saying this, but according to the word of God, it's an idol. So it's really good to discipline yourself occasionally to change up your coffee habit. Go without it to prove to yourself that you can. 
And especially if your body is crying and telling you that something is wrong, just like mine was. Okay, so I hope I got you thinking about your coffee habits. If I did, like, what stood out to you? What changes can you see yourself making? Reach out to me at michelletreasuredwellness.com. I would love for you to let me know. And if you are wanting to get control over your fatigue instead of it controlling you, reach out to me for an unstuck session and you will get some clarity. Let me pray over you. Father God, everything you have put on this earth is for us to use and it's up to us to use it wisely. Help us to learn, help us to choose wisely, give us the wisdom and the discernment to know what to choose, how to choose, and Lord, help us to be in tune with our body. Our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Help us to treat it as it is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Help us to not abuse our bodies. Help us to treat our bodies with love and care. Lord, bless us and keep us and make your face shine upon us, I pray in Jesus' name, amen.